0: Hello, everyone. Hi, Sharice Johnson-Moore here, and it is time for Let's Talk Sunday. I want to talk about family relationships today. What are you willing to give up to have your family back? Sometimes we say and do things to our family members that get us to the point where we're not speaking with them anymore. We're not having communication with them anymore. And what are you willing to give up to get that back? That is today's topic, family relationships. So let's talk Sunday. And I know that this is um, a very delicate subject for for some of us. So let's get into this topic for family relationships on Let's Talk Sunday. Okay, babies? Come on now. Let's do this. everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. How are y'all doing today? All right. So, today, on Let's Talk Sunday, we're talking about family relationships, okay? Family relationships. Whether you have your only child or you have sisters and brothers well, they have sisters, or brothers, whole sisters, or brothers. It doesn't matter. You have family cousins, nieces, nephews, uncles, and all the such, right? So, I have come up with a topic for today's for today's um, today's topic is family relationships and something i recently I recently thought about was the dynamics of family relationships concerning half sisters and brothers yeah you know, sometimes sometimes they are not from the same parents they might be have a might have the same mom different dad you might have the same dad different mom those kind of aspects of the such, right? And sometimes we don't because of the adult relationships that the parents may have. It may be good. It may be bad. It may not. Well, the first thing was getting along, parents, and they, you know, parents was getting along, things of that nature, right? And then sometimes somebody gets hurt. And it is a thing of the older you get, the real you realize that the pain that you may have endured as a child from the adult relationships carries over into your relationships with your sisters and brothers, however those dynamics may be. And Sometimes like it sometimes it's it's a thing of where the parents have split up. The parents have stopped seeing each other, and um, they move on to someone else, or they have decided to um, just part ways. Some sometimes parents sometimes they they just part ways, and we as the children cannot. Hold a grudge. Sometimes that that gets us to the point where we may be holding a grudge against the other parent that might have left, or uh, the relationship didn't work out. And sometimes it is um, it has a it has a predominantly effect on us, you know. And then hello, how are you doing? Hey, hey T, what's up T? Hi baby. Hey, yeah, I'm waving to my peeps on Instagram. Yes, I am. Hey, what's up? And the thing is, sometimes is that we may have developed some things within ourselves um from this relationship not working out with your parents, your mom, dad not working out, right? And sometimes we have to take that and we have to make the best of what is of what we have growing up and sometimes we don't want to accept that sometimes we would like well you know and then that leaves us with a bad taste in our mouth as far as well did my parents not think i was not good enough or or, or those or those type of things and something i experienced recently was Sometimes you don't even know that you have offended somebody or you look back at it and be wondering why they don't, why they don't talk to me far as sisters and brothers go. And it's not, it's, 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 it's a thing of have to learn how to humble yourself, even though you might not even know what you did. You might not even know what you did. I'm, I'm just going to say, you don't even know what you did to offend a person and make them treat you. Like they don't like you or they don't want to be around you or they don't want to talk to you or whatever, whatever. And sometimes you look back over your relationships with your sisters and brothers and you realize maybe I should bury the hatchet. Maybe I should humble myself and apologize for something that you have no idea what you might have done. And sometimes the apologies that we give people give the person closure. You may not even know that you have might offended somebody. Um, That relationship and you come with a humble heart and you want to keep the family relationship together. You want to keep it. Uh, where you're talking and you're communicating and people are letting you in in their functions, in their family events, things of that nature. Sometimes um it calls for it to be humble and say, I'm sorry. To say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I have done. I'm sorry for what I might have did. I am sorry for what I might have said. That even go with. The parents, the parents come in and they sit down and they actually sit down and have a conversation with each other and they apologize to each other for what they might have done, even though um, they may not even know what they have done to each other in that moment that the relationship was going on. Because sometimes we are so young and we have having relationships with, uh, you know, male, female, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, we have, you know, you may produce children, may have children together, and the two adults didn't get along. Sometimes that calls for recon- reconciliation as well. Because now you see how it has affected your relationship on your children, you know, and we do not see it at the time when the children are babies growing up, things like that. Or then, you know, and, Family relationships are very important because, because you don't want nobody to leave this earth and you have an art with them. I'm going to say that, an art. You might have a, a an art is offense or a grievance or, or a feeling that you feel towards this person. And you don't want to leave this earth having that feeling just haunt you for the rest of your life. And sometimes we call you have. Sometimes it calls for to be humble. Sometimes it calls for you to be look. I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Those are the those are the words that need to be told. And then make after after you have had your time to sit and apologize, apologize apologize to someone for something you have done to them, maybe you can start building that relationship again. You start building that relationship with that person and have a communication. Hey, you know, how you doing? What you doing today? I'm just, you know, saying I see how you doing. Now I ain't trying to be in your business, nothing like that, or whatever the case may be. I'm not trying to be in your business and things of that nature. No, I just want to see how you doing. It's not I'm calling to be nosy and like because sometimes the relationships are so cut off that we don't talk to each other at all. That you don't talk to the person at all, and 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 it gets to the point where there's no talking, there's no there's no communication. There's just cut off. Like I don't want to be bothered with her. I, I don't. Why she calling me for? You know, I I don't want to be bothered with her or him. And sometimes it calls for you to pull the person's card and say, "Look, this is what you did to me. This is your offense. This is what you did to me, and I took it very personally. And um, I'm going to let you know that's why I ain't talking to you. That's this is why I'm not talking to you because I, I like I said, I recently experienced this this situation with myself. And the thing is, is some you have to. You missing weddings, you missing baby showers, you missing out on a lot of things that you could be involved in, but because you and this person have had this art, or you and this person have had this grievance of falling out or something of that nature, they don't invite you to nothing. They don't invite you to nothing, child. Like You just see the pictures on Facebook and things like that, but then you be like, well, I could then you might feel some type of way. Yeah, you're going to feel some type of way, but then you have to recall. You have to recollect with yourself why why is the relationship like that? Why is you just on a distance and why is it in that situation? And you want to mend the fences. Mend them while you can. Don't take that stuff with you. That grudge or that offense, and and then it keeps you from enjoying your life. That's 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 almost something like what I spoke about this morning on Morning Word and Worship. Well, you're coming and 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 you're letting you're letting situations come in between you and a relationship the person might have had, a person you're having it with. And sometimes you have to say, look. You know, the person speaks, so either the person is going to speak up for they suck when they see you, or you have to come, you come humbly, and you say you sorry. I've seen it in my family many times, Well, oh, you know, um, when well, you did this, and you did this, and you did this, and then the person says, well, I'm sorry if I did that. I'm truly sorry I did that. Can you accept my apology? Ain't nothing wrong with apologizing. Ain't nothing wrong with apologizing to people you have offended them. That's not a point of weakness. Please, I want everybody to understand that when you sit and take time to apologize to a person or in a relationship or past or past relationships, family relationships, mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, uncles, whoever, when you come and take the time to apologize to a person, that's showing. That you have matured to the utmost. I'm just letting you know. It takes a lot for a person to actually come out and say, look, I know I did you wrong. Because some people just got that pride. They got pride. And their pride won't let them speak. And their pride won't let them have, you know, the pride thing is to the point where, oh, I don't want mm, I ain't, to. I ain't apologize for that. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Huh? I ain't. I, I want the one that made the offense. So. So what? So what if you were not the person that made the offense? Sometimes it just takes the bigger person to say, "Oh look, I I just you know, oh uh, you know, uh and uh, you know I'm I, whatever I did. Now let's talk about what I did. I had this experience that too." recently. where we sat down, me and a person sat down in my family. We talked about what offense I did to them. And they brought it to my kitchen. And I said, tell me what I did to you. And they told me what I had done to them. And I hadn't even realized I had done it to them. It was like a slap in my face. It was a slap in my face. Yes, it was, it was a slap. And I was like, really, I did that to you? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, and, and and it's not a weakness. Let's get off on of that point. Well, we think because we apologize, to somebody we weak, we we pump, or 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 we call it, oh, uh, you know, the p word. You big p, you know, you pump and and you weak and 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 no, that is not it. That's not it. That's that's not it it is called maturity maturity is a word where we have to understand that people grow up and they know what they have done to some people and sometimes we have to say we sorry okay. so if you have if you have offended somebody you go back and you think in your memory okay maybe I do you know um Okay. Well, you know, I might have, you know, and the person brings it to, and the person brings it to you when you bring the apology. Take that, deal with that, do your mending. It might, it ain't gonna happen overnight. I'm telling you, I ain't, it ain't a miracle. Okay, it's not no miracle one night wonder. Okay, this is a process where you now you sit and now you can say, well, I we gonna start over. Let's talk and communicate. Let's communicate correctly this time. If I offend you. And then I'm I'ma tell I'ma I'ma say this to the young, I'ma say this to the younger generation. Someone older than you has offended you. Let them know. Don't sit there and keep it no secret, no 20, 30 years. Please don't do that. Look, this is what you did. You know, I want to I sit down and talk to you, and and this is what's going on. Because if you don't, it'll turn around and blast out. It it'll turn around and come into an argument, and then somebody will say something that they didn't. Th- I've seen that. Me and my me and my father used to have this kind of relationship, right? And even though he wasn't involved in my life, I was offended. I did not like my father because of the way he treated me as a child. And then when I got a little older, he wanted to tell me what to do. And I was like, who is you? Right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm just, i I'm going go put it out there, right? And we were getting arguments and I was like, wait a minute, you now you want to play this father figure role. Well, when I needed you, you were not there. And then it becomes... I want to hurt you like you hurt me, and you say some stuff that these grown folks will daggone drop their mouth Be like, she said that because you have offended this person, and this is, def- off, this, is def- this is the offensive manner you have treated me, you know, and I would get in, you know, where I would say, look, um, you know, now sudden you want to give me advice and all that. Where was you when I needed you? Or uh you wanna come in here and act like you my father now. Where was you when I was growing up? And oh marvelous. You know, and it sometimes, sometimes we get to the point where, you know, you realize, and and another thing is, I'm gonna tell this to the to the, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna tell this to the women's going we'll to tell it to the women, folks. Because you and their daddy ain't get along, don't badmouth that parent to the child. Please don't. Please don't, because you had that child thinking all this bad stuff about the parent. I, when I was growing up, that was the worst, that was something that I was very informed about. I was very informed about when it came to my parents and how they was and what they did. Okay, parents ain't perfect. People not perfect. Let that child have a relationship with the parents. Let that child find out for themselves what the parent is all about. Let them get their own assessment. See, mine was a visual. My family my, my friend, my friend relationship was a visual. <laughs> Well, even though I was raised by my grandmother, my father's mother, my father was never around. And when I did see him, all he would do was drinking and all that. Not that was my vision, drinking and womenizing. And my mom went off to have her life. And then sometimes those relationships, if you sit down with your parents and you ask them, hey, what happened with such and such? Because I got to ask my mom that in 2010. I got to ask my mom in 2010, mom, what happened between you and my dad? Hello, how are you doing? Hi, hi, hi. And I asked, and my mom sat down and told me, Well, this, 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 this. Oh, oh, really? Because it's always, if you realize something, there's always two sides to a story the mom's side, dad's side. And if you're raised by your grandparents, you're going to be confused as hell. Excuse my French. You're going to be confused because the grandparents have this propensity. Uh, now, I have you. So, sometimes they make themselves like they're the good person. And they I'm telling you, it's some stuff. And then, sometimes the parents, you know, it's mom talking against dad or dad talking against mom. This, none the, uh, let the children figure it out. Let them spend time with their parents. Don't hold them and, and stop it. Look. Sometimes the way we treat our children is why they come out all messed up. And then they don't know where they go or who to be or or how to how to how to even how to even exist or have self-esteem. Family relationships are very important, especially with boys and, and the girls. But our family relationships See, sometimes we 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 fill them with so many evil things about the parents. Oh, the parents was this, and the parents was that, and your mama was this, and your daddy was that. Stop filling them kids' head with that stuff, and don't use the. And sometimes, and we look. I know I'm kind of off base with this, but I had to speak this. Don't use your kids as a pawn for money. Don't use the children. Pause his money because that affects them too. It does. Okay, when children find out, oh, hey, well, mama ain't get her child support. Well, don't tell the child about no child support. You get, they getting a check every month. Don't tell them that because it, it has an effect on them. Oh, mama, daddy, daddy, mama, daddy, who didn't send me no money this month. They don't care enough about me. That's what the child thinks. Sometimes child children get a sense of the parents do not want to be bothered with the kids. Let the children work that out in their own minds. Family relationships are so many dynamics that play a part. And now that I'm a grandma, grandma, I understand my grandma's point of view. Because you want to care for them, you want to love them, and if you have children, the same thing applies to them. No one is perfect in a family. No one perfect. The only person perfect is God. And, you know, and we have to love on one another. We have to be, communicate with one another in our families. And if you sick, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, if you sick, You know that the doctor had diagnosed you with something. Tell somebody. Don't keep that to yourself. Don't keep that from your children. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. Thank you. And the thing is, sometimes, sometimes even having grandkids can change your perspective about life, which you just did mine. It changed my whole perspective. Oh, getting back to the sick part. If you're older, if you an older adult, tell somebody what's going on with you, so you can get the support in from your family members. That you never know who it, who will come and help you. You never know. And when grandma and when grandma and granddad are calling you and things like that, go see what they want. Go see what they want. I just wanna sit there and talk to you, you know. You know, because time is of the essence. And I realized that that I used to I used to brush my grandma off a lot. I used to brush her off. Sometimes I would run and she really didn't want nothing. And you know how they say, Oh, well you crying wolf and all that. I don't care if she was crying wolf. Now I go. I don't care if she say, Okay, I need something from the store. Bye, I'm gone. I gotta go with my grandma, get something from the store. It's all about how, and you have to treat people with respect to get it. You got to treat people with respect to get it. You can't just expect the man, oh, well, you owe me. No, that ain't going to work with no family, any family dynamic sometimes. That ain't, that ain't really going to work at all. Our thing with our families is we have to sit down and talk, men. I don't want you know, and it's 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 hard on a family when you got sisters and brothers that do not communicate and say, "Look, man, I'm sick. I need some help. I have whether it be canceled, whether it be uh, I got I had to have bypass surgery, or um, I I need somebody to come in my house, clean my house up, or something because the mom ain't promised to you, man." Tomorrow I ain't promised to you. You know, and and, and 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 support your sister, support your brother. Look, okay, you need something help. I, I'm here for you. Forget all that grudge crap. That grudge, that stuff go out the door. Okay, I know what they're about. Okay, I'll help them anyway. Because tomorrow is not promised when it comes to family relationships. It's not promised. It's not, it's not there. And love on them. Give them their flowers while they living. Give them their flowers while they living. Don't wait till they dead. And, oh, Lord, falling all out the funeral. Oh That's your conscience messing with you. Your conscience. Because you know you you, you, knew you, you were supposed to do something for this person. And you didn't do it. That's your conscience eating at you right there in the funeral. That's why you're falling out and all the other kind of stuff. Do for people why they heal, love them why they heal. Older people, talk to these younger people. Sit down. Have a, I don't care. You got okay, so you got 20, 20 kids under the age of 18 that's in your family dynamic, right? And you know what life is about because you've already experienced this. You know, you sit down. And start a home group. Start a home group. Start sitting down talking to them. Sitting down, look, we're gonna this is what we're doing. Da, 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 da. This is what we're not gonna do. Da, da, da. Sit down and talk to these younger people because they need us. They need us. They the generation, maybe two behind, maybe one, maybe three behind. But they there. Sit down and talk to them and teach them about life. It ain't all guns. It ain't all stripping. It ain't all I'm, I'm in the gang. I'm all this. this that's but that's what that's what generational family means. Generational, generational wealth, generational prosperity. It means and it means sometimes we have to sit down and we got to teach our children ourselves. Don't let them get out in the street and. Don't let them get on the street, and then for you know, oh, they dead or something. Oh, cause they hanging out with the wrong people. We didn't teach them about that. Oh, uh, they they thank everybody they friend. Okay, my grandparents were so. This is I'm talking about generational with our family. Generation. First one, first it was about apologizing your arts, your offenses. Then it goes to your health. Okay. Some people don't even know their brothers and sisters are sick. But they they surprised. Oh, I didn't know when they die all of a sudden. You don't know nothing. Now we're going to talk about the next generation. We're going to talk about generation, family relationship, generational. And generation means You take that third or fourth person behind you that's coming behind you and you teach them something besides running the street, thinking it's cool to be drunk all the time, getting high, it's more to life than just that. We have to teach our children it's more to life than just going out here having a party and thinking it's fun, and something to do. I just wanna drop these, drop these little nuggets on you. Because I see it. It's like they it's like the kid, the chair is running them up. Anybody sitting there talking to them. Everybody in their own little space, running around, not doing nothing to help these chick. Look, come on. Um, let's go. Uh, my, I'm, I got all my what's up, Aunt? Come on, we're gonna find you a job. Come on, we're gonna go find you a job. Because I know that's how my uncle, my grandmother's brother did it with my father. He taught him how to drive a truck. And my father knew from the age of 14 how to drive one. Teach these children some skills that they can use in their life when they get when they get older, 20 and 30 years old. Teach them something. I don't care if you're an accountant. I don't care if you uh t- interior decorator. I don't start with them when they're young. This is what we have to teach our children. When we don't teach them, that's why they're dying. Cause we're not teaching them. Family relationships is important. Regardless of what you're doing in that family, teach somebody something. Teach the children. Love on one another. Forget the grudges, forget your arts. forget all that, and get back to what God wants you to do. God wants you to have a relationship with these people. With the people that you want to shut out, or you want to shut off, or turn them away. Family is the first people they're supposed to be turning to. But we so, we so backwards minded. Oh well, now I ain't got time for you today. And um, I, you know, I used to hear that t- all that that subject with my dad all the time. I ain't got time for you today. I Ain't got time. I ain't got time. Sometimes you have to stop and spend time with your children. Spend time with, go to the football game, go to the basketball game, something. Work. You can't take that money with you when you dead. You can't take that money with you dead. You're the government get it, or somebody next gonna get it. Don't matter. Spend time. Spend time with each other. Love on one another, and teach each other. Teach them. Teach. Don't be so selfish, don't be all about yourself. and then the ones that's already somebody tried to teach you and you didn't want to learn, go back to the table and learn it. Go back to the table somebody try to love you so I try to look and you we so busy being mad and angry, we' so busy being mad and angry. we can't even accept the lessons. We can't accept the lessons. Go back to that same table and learn something. Sometimes we just have to just humble ourselves. It's all about humbling yourself. Humble. Humble yourself. Love on your sisters and brothers. Don't get crit, don't criticize them. Don't come in with all that negativity because ain't nobody trying to hear that. Family relationship is about loving one another, telling the truth. Stop living in the uh, now. Oh, I'm I ain't sick and that look. Well, you know how that? Yeah, we know how he is, but keep talking to him anyway. You might be listening, you never know. Or you just take him under your wing. Okay, look, son, look, uh, young lady, come on, let's let's go do this. Or if you, you know, or let's go to the college, or let's go, you know, I want to, you know. Come on, sit down. Let me help you with your homework. Let me, you know, come on. Let me help you with the baby. Sometimes we could teach people so many things, but we so shut off from the world. We so shut off from our families. It's ridiculous. Say it in a nice way. Don't come at them angry. Well, let me tell you that, no, no. Come on, it's better way to talk to folks, baby. Let me, um, can can Mama help you? I, I, you know, sometimes we have to hey style by calling, hi, how are you doing today? Sometimes it's the way that we can approach a situation that can be make it better for them to listen instead of screaming and yelling at folks. So, let's do a recap. I talked about um, I talked about family arts, holding grudges, and apologizing. Okay. Then I went to health issues. If you got health issues, I'm fine, baby. I'm doing great. Thank you for coming in the broadcast. And the thing is, health. If something's wrong with you, tell somebody in your family. Don't say. Don't nobody want to. Don't nobody want to say. Oh, oh, Uncle Ray died. What Where, would he die from? Um, I don't know. Said he had cancer. Then you got to deal with all these rumors. Oh, he had cancer. Oh, he uh, had a heart attack. Don't nobody know nothing. Cause that one person could have told somebody that could have took that took them to the doctor, taken care of them, and made sure they got better. Ain't gonna make sure that person got better health. Now I'm talking now, I'm gonna do the recap on generations. The generation three, four, two, gener- two, one, two, and three generations behind you. Sit down and talk to them and teach them. Because they out here die at a rate that is ridiculous. When we don't sit down and talk to these young folks and try to get them involved and try to do something with them that could. Turn them away from drugs. Turn them away from the gangs. Turn them away from the streets. Turn them away from the wrong people they hanging with. Let's do that. Let's talk to them. Okay, well, come on. I, hey, work at a barbershop. Sweet flow. You want to know how to cut hair? Okay. Maybe what's the name Mr. and Mr., Mr. so can teach you. Oh, I want to know how to do that. I want to know how to do that. Hello, hi, hi Diamond. How you doing, baby? <laughs> and the thing is that sometimes we have to teach our young folks that it's good to sit and come and talk with us, talk to us. That's what's that's that's another thing. We shut them up. I ain't got time for you. I ain't got wait a minute, stop. When a young person comes to you and they want to sit down and talk, listen, stop what you're doing. Cause I'm about to rhyme that I'm about to rhyme around rhyme that you used to, okay? Teach these young folks something so they'll stay out the streets and they'll stay out the gangs. And be wondering why they dying. Because we ain't making time for them to teach them nothing. Make time to teach these chairmen something. Children, That's why I'm country. cheermans Okay. I love y'all. And I will talk to y'all at 3 o'clock for Think About It Sunday. Our topic for Think About It Sunday is <laughs> business etiquette. Okay, business etiquette. I want all my entrepreneurs come in for this 3 o'clock because... I have some stuff to talk about, child. I want to talk about it, right? And if you have missed this broadcast, you can always go to my podcast, Sharice Johnson Moore Podcast, where I have available. It's in the strip in the live broadcast where you can find... You Know where you can go and listen to my podcast, and it's on my channel LBM TV. This broadcast is also going to be on LBM TV. I will upload that tonight, and you can watch them all on my channel, which can be found on C1 Media Network, uh, smart TV app. Hey, okay? so, um, go if you got Amazon, you got Roku, you got uh, you can find it on the on the um. You can find it on um, Apple TV, Google TV, Android TV, uh, Amazon Fire Stick, Roku. If you have these uh, uh, streaming devices, you can find my channel up there. It's on the C1 Media Network channel, okay? And, And the thing is, is that, hey, you go ahead watch the replays and or you can go to my streaming channel which is available to watch okay i love y'all and i'll see y'all back here at three o'clock for uh think about it think about it sunday and our topic will be business etiquette okay i love y'all bye baby see y'all at three Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson-Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, Really get in front of the people. You can contact, with, contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, so that's on a daily basis.